Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. Today, I'd like to speak a little bit about stories, as well as, of course, tell a story. Who was the first one to start telling stories? It was Hashem. It was the Abishar himself. And when did he start telling them? In the first few words of the Torah. In the beginning, Hashem created the heaven and the earth. Or according to Rashi, in the beginning of Hashem's creation of the heaven and the earth. So we see that Hashem did not simply say, Hashem created the heaven and the earth. He told the story. And the story was beginning with these words. In the beginning, Hashem created the heavens and the earth. Or as Rosh explains it, the beginning of Hashem's creation of the heavens and the earth. Uh, the heaven and the earth. So we see that Hashem is the original storyteller. Now how many stories does Hashem tell in Chumash? I don't know how many, actually. It's not an infinite number, but it's a very, very big number. There are many, many stories told in the Chumash. Stories about Adam and Chava, stories about Noyach, stories about Avraham, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Valeya, stories about the Shvatim, stories about Yosef, stories about Aaron, Akayan, stories about all kinds of Yidin. And of course, the main part of stories in the Chumash is stories about Moshe Rabbeinu and the Yidin of his generation. Stories after stories after stories. Of course, a tighter story is not just a story. It is a way of learning Taita. That Hashem teaches us Taita often through stories. And the truth is there are stories also in, the, in all of the Nevi'im and Kasuvim are full of stories. And there are stories in Mishtayas and there are many, many stories in the Gemara and there are many stories in the Madrash. There's stories throughout thousands of years of Taita. And there are also many Hasidish stories, stories of Rebbeim, stories of Chassidim, and all of them are always to teach a lesson. As Chassidus explains, that Taita is the same root word as Haira, which means a lesson. So when we read a story in Taita, no matter which part of Taita it is, it's a lesson for us. It's teaching us how to be a better Yid, how to serve Hashem better, how to learn Taita better, how to do mitzvahs better, how to daven better. And it's a beautiful way to learn. Because when we hear a story, it's often something that affects us much more than if we would simply learn the halacha. Of course, it's also important to know the halachas. Very, very important. But each part of Taita has its specialty. And stories are a very important part of Taita, Taita stories. So today I would like to tell a story 
about storytelling. And the story goes like this. Once there was a chassid named Rab Hillel Aparich. The truth is Rab Hillel Aparich was described as a half of a chassid. Now what does it mean a half of a chassid? So actually what was meant by the person who said it, which was the Rebbe himself, one of the Chabad Rebbeim himself, he said that he's a half a chassid because it really is a half a chassid and a half Rebbe. He was such a great person and such a tzaddik that although he was a chassid of a few of the Chabad Rebbeim, but he also had certain qualities that a Rebbe has. So, during the time of the Tzemach Tzedek, Rabbi Menachem Mendel, the Tzemach Tzedek, the Rebbe the Tzemach Tzedek, Rabbi Hillel Aparich worked as a mashpia, as a mentor, and many, many young men who came to learn under the Tzemach Tzedek would be sent to Rabbi Hillel Parich for training. And how did he train them? When the when this when this Talmud, when the student first came, he wanted to introduce him to the basics of Chassidus, of Chassidism. And so two of the senior Chassidim were instructed to reach out to the newcomer and spend time telling him stories about the about the Rebbeim and about some of the leading Chassidim. Now, he didn't ju- they didn't just tell the stories. They would tell the stories several times until the student, the new student, would know the story very well. And they would, and they would also know all the details of the story and all the fine points of the story. And then, when he really knew the story well, the older Hasidim would say to him, okay, now, what lesson can you take from this story? What lesson can you take and use to becoming a better Jew, a better Chassid, more refined, have more Yiras Shamayim, fear of heaven, and more of a desire to learn Torah? How can you apply the lessons in your life from this story? And sometimes the lessons were not so easy to see. And the young man would have to work very hard he would have to think and meditate, and they would train him to do this, to be able to really look at a story and really think deeply and really bring out a lesson that means something in his life, in his service to Hashem. And of course, while he was working on it, the older Hasidim would at times share some of their insights so that he would really advance in his ability to see Taita in this way. That it's not just facts, it's not just how much pages a person learns, although that's very important, but it's also, on a much deeper level, what does this part of the Taita mean to me? How do I make myself a better person, a better Jew, through this that I'm learning here? 
the next Shabbos, that is, the next Shabbos after the student had arrived, Reb Hillel himself would tell a new story, and he would explain the story in honor of this new student, which everybody loved hearing such a story from Hillel himself, from Hillel himself, and how Reb Hillel would explain how to get the lesson and what lesson or lessons one can get from it. After that, that story would be known by the name of the new student. If his name was Moshe, it would be known as Moshe's story. If his name was Label, it would be known as Label's story. And really, that story would become his story because, of course, he would study it and he would look into it and he would think about the lessons which Abhila would attach to it and he would look for his own lessons. So therefore, something that he really put into practice in his life and it really became his story. So this is something which is important for us too. Of course, we have to learn Taita. We have to learn a lot of Taita. We have to try to learn, call it Taita Kula, the entire Taita. But it also, it's more than just turning the pages and getting through it. It's looking at Torah for what it really is, which is something which is very deep. It's Hashem's knowledge. It's Hashem's wisdom, so to speak. Not that Hashem is limited, of course, to that, but it means that when we learn Taita, we become one with Hashem. And it's very important to learn Taita as deeply as we can in order to derive lessons that we can put into our life and we, should, we can really become a Taita Jew, not just someone who knows Taita, but a person who lives Taita. And so here also with us, that as we come closer to the beginning of the new year, as we are now approaching the month of Elul, we're more than halfway through the month of Av, of Menachem Av, and we are coming closer and closer to Chodesh Elul. Now is the time to prepare for Rosh Hashanah, for the new year. And the more we prepare for it, by learning extra Taita, saying extra Tilim in the month of Elul, giving extra Tzedakah, and the more we learn and think also about Mashiach and learn about what the Taita tells us about Mashiach, the quicker Mashiach will come and the better we will be prepared for Rosh Hashanah. So I wish everybody the Shana Taiva, the Chasev Esachasem, that is, Kasiva Vechasimah Taiva, the Shana Taiva Masuka, they will be written and sealed for a good and sweet excuse me, a good and sweet year. It may be a year in which we actually see the Geula through Mashiach. In fact, even of course before the year, new year begins. Let us do the most we can to quicken the process. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and more.